Office Control Structure, episode 47 on October the 9th, 2013, with host Andrew Bailey and Christopher Thompson, and Dollar Guest, and now with subtitle, Dollar Subtitle. Banter. Solution to my problem last week. Whoa, what are you doing? Oh, you there? Yeah. Oh, where you been hiding? Well, I was almost ready to ask you the same thing. Well, as many of you know, I now have a girlfriend who has a kid. Wow, that fast? Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure what you did there. You seem to hack the uh, kid's loading time quite a bit there. <laughs> uh, what, what is that? Was that kid have an SSD or something? What can I say? He's 16 months old already. Hmm. I'm almost suspecting time travel. While you've been sick or whatever... See, I've been trying to figure out this one problem I've been having at work. Um, I explained it on uh, my last podcast, and just a quick recap, that uh, I was installing a uh, private key uh, for uh, PayPal, and we are having some trouble there in the uh, production environment, and uh, that didn't seem to be pop- propagating to all of the servers in the production environment uh, pretty much at all. Uh, except the one that I was uh, logged into at the time I uploaded it, so it was only on one of the three servers. So it seemed that uh, you know we were going through the process, and uh, we talked to the guy who made the PayPal cartridge or like the library or whatever, um, which also happened to be a former employee of the company who runs the platform. And he suggested that uh, we restart the production environment to, you know, clear out all the cash and stuff. And apparently that worked. So it seems like a reboot really? a reboot actually fixes things. Huh. So who'd have thought? It, it, maybe Windows has been right all along. <laughs> and also, I uh, may have picked up whatever you got. Um, or... Ow. Or I might just be allergic to fall. So at least, uh, no, that is fairly controlled now. So, mm. anyway. Winter's right around the corner. Hey, and that's a good time to stay indoors and code. Wait, every time's a good time to stay inside and code. Mmm, yes and no. So. I mean, you gotta go to work and get paid. Yeah, but you don't have to be outside, like, running and jumping around, like some people. Although that would be kind of hard to do in the winter. Yeah, I'm trying to think who you're thinking of that runs around and jumps while coding. (laughs) So, hey, you remember that Andrew Bailey bloke? Yeah. Hey, wait a minute, that's me. Um... So, it turns out that I've been bit by the nostalgia bug of late. Uh, uh, so great, in fact, that I'm building an old PC to, you know, play old games on. So, so yeah, I've essentially had, since about two years or so ago, uh, two old computers just lying around my apartment doing nothing. So I finally committed to, uh, you know, doing something with uh, one of them. And it turns out that only one actually works. So, uh, so now that the uh, power supply and uh, just today the video card came, 
So now I can actually test this. So I'm going to... the explosion. So, yes, if this was, say, Buckface, I would recommend a fire extinguisher. But, um, you know, hopefully this will be much less uneventful here. So, here goes. Right, what happened? Did he actually turn on the computer and it burst? Um, one time. But, uh, uh, we suspect at some point that he will, uh, like slam a door, like his car door, while his you know arm or hand is like in the uh, in the way of the door and crush his like new cell phone or something. So uh, here goes. Come on, I hear something. Hmm. Well, I don't have visual. So, might need some more work. Is, is, is it at least spinning? Yes. Does it say monitor not found? No. Keyboard not found, push F1 to continue? It doesn't really say anything. If I unplug the monitor, the monitor will say, hey, I'm not connected to anything. Uh, Such as right now. Oh, that's good. You at least got pants on. So... Ta-da! Well, don't worry. It's about on par with the U.S. government. Yep. Sadly. So, uh, the uptime of the government uh, might actually be better than the uptime of this old computer here. Uh, but still rather uh, uh, pitiful. Uh, Sysadmin would uh, not be pissed. He would be fired uh, with a 97% service level for the past year. Um, so yeah, it's been down for eight days straight. If something is down for like eight days, yeah, someone is going to be fired. But hey, wouldn't that mean we can fire the entire U.S. government? Hmm. I think we would have to vote them all out first or something. That might take a while. Nah. All in favor of getting rid of everyone? I... I. So, I guess the motion passed. And, yep. uh. All opposed? Alright, motion passed. Hey, even that kid back there was not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Uh. XKCD, uh, had a comic about this. Um. You know, referencing all of the. Uh, organizations that are targeted by conspiracy theorists as, uh, you know, organizations that supposedly run the government, asking, can you please get your shit together? This is embarrassing. And I would also ask of the conspiracy theorists, can you get your shit together? This is embarrassing. Because <laughs> this list is like... You also ask the lizard man. Yes, even the lizard people. So... Which I'm sure uh, came on uh, spaceships of some sort. And, uh, like, have you ever wondered, like, uh, the size and, like, actually compare spaceships uh, across various uh, sci-fi genres? Yes, I did, including a few games, actually, like EVE. So, someone on DeviantArt did just that. 
Really? Yes. So not only Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, but also uh, Warhammer 40K, StarCraft X2, X3, Starship Troopers. Uh, StarCraft? Uh, yes, StarCraft. And Where? Uh, I believe it's all the way at the bottom in the middle. And uh, even uh, the uh, mothership from uh, Independence Day, lots of Halo stuff, Wing Commander... Uh, yeah, of course, Eve. Uh, uh yeah, StarCraft. Yeah, so I don't see the, um... Huh, they even have Monster vs. Alien ship. So, and, uh, uh, even, uh, ships from Mass Effect. And, and, from the unreleased game, Star Citizen. Really? Yes. Which uh, recently passed its uh, $21 million milestone. Huh. That's really cool. So, I mean, I... uh, You know, I really have to ask them. It's like, okay, stop it with all these milestones. You have a game to make. Do that first. Well, maybe they're just scamming us. I really hope they aren't. But at least they have some uh, stuff to show for it. Yeah. So, uh, you've heard, like, all the arguing over genetically modified foods, right? Yes and no. You know, it's kind of like... all for genetically modified foods because we have been doing it for thousands of years. Yes, we have been doing it. Selective breeding. Yes. So what if we are controlling it at a finer level? Um, let's see. It's kind of like we're living in uh, sci-fi already. Um, you, uh, in fact, uh, humans have been genetically modifying themselves for thousands of years. Uh, you Correct. might, you might be one of them. Uh, we might be two of them. Uh, have you ever heard of lactose intolerance? Yep. Okay, so humans that tolerate lactose, the other ones, uh, are arguably genetically modified, and populations with this mutation that possess certain technologies have historically outcompeted populations that lack it, uh, especially in uh, northern latitudes. So I found this uh, rather interesting. So it even gives a nice map of, uh, you know, the percentage of populations in a certain area that, you know, can drink milk without, uh, you know, any negative effects. Uh-huh. And it's largely clustered in Europe, uh, Arabia, and West Africa. Interesting. But are they drinking cow milk or goat milk? Uh, I think both, actually. Because so, that might be why. So, and... Uh, you know, this discusses, you know, ev- you know the, uh, you know, really old artifacts from Poland, I think, that, uh, you know, showed uh, essentially they were making cheese in Poland, like, how many thousands of years ago. And this was proof that, uh, you know, they were domesticating cattle, like, all the way back then. And they were using, you know, cattle to reduce the... Uh, the lactose in the milk by making cheese. And at Hmm. some point that became less common, I guess, because, uh, you know, this gene 
suddenly popped in and people who had that gene started, you know, rolling in and conquering everyone who didn't. Mm. Well, as you know that some that that we we do have quite a bit of lost technology that nobody knows how it's done anymore. Yeah, like the pyramids. Yeah, nobody knows how those were even built. And but the one I remember most was like there's the sword in which the the metal itself is like really flexible but extremely strong. Hmm. And where we tried to we tried to duplicate it and we came up with super plastic. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But I hear we have a special Kickstarter. Yes, we do. So, uh, both of us are, uh, fans of Christopher Titus. Uh, Indeed we are. He is a, uh, a comedian that, uh, had a TV show about 13 years ago. Um, so, you know, as it turns out, a lot of his friends are disabled, and they're also actors. And he noticed that, you know, a lot of them can't get leading roles. You know, they're relegated to, say, you know, elves or the sad disabled kid in a wheelchair. And uh, so he finally, they finally said, okay, enough of that. You know, let's, you know, make our own movie. So the he's uh, trying to kickstart a movie called Special Unit. And the premise of this is uh, the LAPD. Uh, makes a crime-fighting unit out of disabled people. And, uh, you know, it's really hilarious. Now, you might think that this is, uh, you know, this is offensive or whatever. Oh, screw that. Exactly. You know, these people want to make this movie. Um, you know, like, whatever happened to... Only 700,000? It just started, like, a couple of days ago, like, Two or three days ago, um, oh, seven thousand is not doing that well. True, but then again, it's on something I've never heard. Fundanything.com. Yes, this is not on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, so I wonder if that might uh, hinder this a little bit. I think it will definitely hinder it. So, but uh, you know, like whatever happened to the America where you could be anything you wanted to be? You know these these actors want to be. Well, you know that 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 American currently shut down. Yeah, sadly. But good good job for these actors.
do you use uh, Wikipedia or any of its sister sites? I used to a long time ago when I was in school. I was just trying to screw with the meaning of different stuff. So uh, did you ever have an account there? Yeah. Uh, well, you might want to change your password. Uh, they had a data leak about two weeks ago. Uh, I, I don't even remember the password. Heck, I think it was just too much school email, so... If oh, they well. Find, they can have it. <laughs> so, on October 1st, 2013, we learned about an implementation error that made private user information, specifically user email addresses, password hashes, session tokens, and last login timestamp for approximately 37,000 Wikimedia Project users accessible to the volunteers with an account to the Wikimedia Labs DB infrastructure. Mm. Interesting. So, uh, Fast Company uh, has a list of 10 ways to lose your best employees. And uh, these are rather obvious things, but uh, even though I worked in less than desirable places, none of them have come close to hitting all of these or maybe even half of these. Uh, so let's uh, go over them. They're like really short. Uh, number one, hire for the past, not the future. Uh, number two, downplay values and mission. And three, bungle the hey, team. Ways to lose or the ways to keep? Ways to lose. Okay. So uh, bungle the teams. Uh, place jerks in management. Uh, measure hours, not results. Promote people straight up the ladder. Leave talent to HR. Hoard information. Uh, don't bother with training. And hire outsiders. So, uh, in my current job, I don't think that there's any of these. I can think of three or four in my current job. So, like, especially the training. This is the only job I've ever had where they sent me away to training. And that was awesome. Hmm. Uh, I have not gone into training and we do have a lot of jokes in management. In fact, there are the few problems that we cannot fix until management changes. Hmm. Any yeah. management agrees with that. So, yeah, you know, again, the uh, the toughest problems in software development are people problems, not technical ones. So, all I got, all I can say to that is good luck. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the W3C, uh, the organization in charge of the maintaining the web and its standards, has greenlighted DRM, uh, that is the DRM, in the form of encrypted media extensions. So, it looks like this is happening, and mm -hmm. uh, Corey Doctorow is just blowing a gasket over this. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are, you know, have been disappointed in this, uh, people like Mozilla. In fact, uh, there is a bug on the Mozilla bug tracker, uh, that pledges to never to implement HTML5 DRM. Really? Really. That's a bug? Yes. And that's gonna be the oldest bug in history. Uh, 
maybe. I I know bugs that have been open since like eleven years ago or so on there. Mm. So I guess you can expect Firefox to never implement this ever. Uh, Opera tends to side with Mozilla, so don't expect it there. Uh, Chrome, maybe. Uh, Google sides with Mozilla on most things, but they're not as not evil as people most people think. So they could do this. Um, like, I'm not exactly sure on the uh, stance of Derm in uh, the Android uh, operating system. So, I mean, it's kind of up in the air. Safari, uh, you know, Apple would probably want you to have an app instead, but they might do it anyway. And it's already in Internet Explorer 11, uh, the preview anyway. Mm, interesting. Well, I, I, I mean, Internet Explorer was the one who was getting rid of Silverlight in the first place. True. Um, so they have better support it. Well, there's that, but then there's also the uh, Windows 8 Marketplace. So, you know, say, I think Netflix might actually have an app up there. So, you know, Microsoft would, you know, if anything else, want uh, that to happen, to go through the store anyway. So, um, and then, you know, uh, Internet Explorer does support, you know, things that other browsers don't, and those are features that hardly anyone cares about. So, <laughs> the web in general, the community, might just totally ignore this. Yeah. Um, just like all those extensions for uh, deaf and blind people. So, <laughs> uh, Rob Connery uh, analyzes the new Obamacare sign-up website. And he uh, tries to figure out why it's so slow. Uh, turns out that the incompetent bureaucrats that made it didn't do any caching on their static files at all. And each page load requests about a hundred other resources. Yikes. Wow. So, and uh, he refers to the uh, Reddit thread about this um, as well. Uh, so it turns out that... Uh, uh, let's see, there's like 60 JavaScript files that get requested, and uh, like 11 CSS files. Uh, you know, he goes over like all these, uh, you know, you know issues, and, you know, he says that this might sound like snark and elitism, but there's a very good reason people are snarky and elitist about this stuff. It can cause some very serious problems. And uh, quotes a guy... Uh, the only time I've had one of my sites crash under load, it wasn't due to DB access or dynamic content. It was due to me being naive about serving static content, and this site was getting slammed on those requests. That's when I got a clue about CSS sprites, combining CSS and JS, setting proper headers, using a CDN, etc. Hmm. Well, you want to know something really interesting? Uh, what's that? It turns out the supermarkets automated checkouts are much slower than human cashiers. Really? Yeah. Because every time you put the item in the cart, it has you take it back out. Well, At least that's my current experience. Um, and then there's the uh, 
thing about produce, especially. That, oh, yeah. That you have to know, like, what exactly you picked up and how to punch that into the register. Uh, whereas a human cashier is likely to know, oh, this is a mango or whatever. So, mm. you know, and also there's, you know, the fumbling around with, uh, you know, the products and stuff. Whereas, you know, if you go through a regular checkout lane, you have another human do that for you while you check Facebook or something. Yep. So. That's how they keep the economy running. Yes. And, uh, you know, it turns out that, you know, uh, you know, while supermarket checkout is a, you know, a known sort of simple solvable problem that is, you know, ripe for, you know, auto automation, um, not quite. So it's not exactly better. Well, here's what I predict for the future. That they're just going to, you, you just put your item through, and it's just going to take a picture of it and match it with something. That's possible. Including fruits. Hmm. Bags might be a problem. Or it might just bag it for you. Why? Uh, well, I went to a Meyer and checked out. It actually had a conveyor belt and took it down to the bags. Hmm. At the complete other end. So you did all your items and then you went down and bagged it. Uh, I, I think I know what you're the kind of setup you're talking about. There's like a two of them up the giant eagle across from me. So, yep. Uh, let's see, we've talked about Dala a little bit. It's the uh, the next generation video codec out of ziff.org. And, uh, let's see, on the fourth installment, uh, they explain Chroma and Luma and uh, how the codec uh, approaches handling various aspects of encoding image information, uh, especially when it comes to color and illuminance. So, and, uh, you know, most modern uh, video codecs divide up uh, image, like uh, image information in this way. Mm. So, it's, uh, you know, very interesting way to approach the problem, you know, as opposed to, like, in a normal video card, you know, how image is decoded, it's in red, green, and blue. So, you know, if you go into a different color space, things change a little bit. Huh. Very interesting. So, uh, you know, you've heard of uh, patent trolls, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, New Egg not bowing down again? Uh, actually, it's uh, one that we've talked about before called Lodsys. Um, they're going after people who make uh, iPhone apps. And, uh, let's see, Lodsys apparently has settled a case for nothing to avoid going to trial and having their patent invalidated. So this is a, you know, a rather, how should I say, cowardly thing. Huh. You know, since they apparently uh, fear that their patent won't stand up in a trial, that, you know, they're trying to avoid going to trial and having their whole sh sham uh, collapse. <clears throat> so this was apparently uh, against uh, Kapersky Labs. So, 
Yeah. So, um, let's see. Have you heard of some place called the Silk Road? Uh, I... no. So it's uh apparently was a shady, if not outright illegal, marketplace, and you needed to be on Tor, which is like a special encrypted network, uh, in order to access it. Uh, but it was shut down pretty recently. Uh, it might have caused the world to become more dangerous uh, because the business that would have taken place over the internet would have will now have to be done in uh, you know dangerous dark places. So mm. like people were selling drugs and uh, illegal guns and stuff over this. Interesting. So you could you know argue that it makes the world a safer place by having all this go on the internet and you know just shipping packages back and forth. So, you know, this is a very interesting way to approach the problem. And uh, the uh, man behind it, uh, Dread Pirate Robert, uh, he may have uh, ousted himself on Stack Overflow by asking a question about how to use uh, curl with uh, PHP, I think. Yeah, how can I connect to a Tor hidden service using curl and PHP? So, yeah. And uh, he had changed his username uh, to Frosty from... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Dread Pirate, Pirate Roberts, blah, 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 and so forth. So, yeah. So be careful when, uh, you know, when you're doing something illegal and choose your name wisely. <coughs> yep. So, we primarily use internet search to provide answers, uh, but IBM has this... What's that? We do? Well, generally... Uh, it's to find interesting pictures. Well, that, uh, but I suppose that it could go along with that, in that uh, IBM has made a computer called Watson. Uh, apparently, it went on Jeopardy and uh, kicked some ass recently. Well, wasn't this the supercomputer that um, was reading medical records? Yes. Ah, I do remember Watson. So, what in, What if instead that you asked Watson for stuff instead of Google? That would be interesting. So, you could, you know, ask Watson for answers. You could also ask Watson for lolcats. It might be able to make a few. There. I don't know, it's just something about asking certain questions to a computer named Watson. Well, what if you uh, change your name to Sherlock? Mmm, Sherlock's crazy. We'll get we'll get some s- such convoluted answers like, um, where in the world is... Carmen Sandiego. Yep. <laughs> and we'll get an answer like, here in bed with me. Because Sherlock's always thinking three or four or five steps ahead. Hmm. Then again... Or how do I build a volcano? Blow a nuclear device up near a volcano. You know, if Watson goes to the supermarket, it could have a human checkout. So... I would be really interesting to see if Watson does make a great cashier. <laughs> so, uh, sysadmin, 
uh, noticed some slow brute force attacks happening over the years. Uh, each time he reported on it, he got slash dotted. Uh, he's boiled down some key tips for security. Uh, so this is uh, mostly SSH uh, advice. You know, how to secure your SSH uh, servers and whatnot. So, uh, you know, he explains stuff about, you know, brute force attacks, about how, you know, rapid uh, attacks are easy to fend off. But when you're talking about, you know, one request every five minutes or so, it's kind of hard to uh, control that or block that. So... Uh, at the end here, he provides uh, like a table of, you know, how much protection a certain thing actually provides. Um, like, for instance, changing your port, you know, only uh, makes your setup two bytes unique. Um, whereas, you know, making a longer password, you know, only increases your security by that many bytes. Whereas going uh, with a special private key or whatever is the number of bytes in that key, which could be a few kilobytes. And he uh, talks about various other aspects. So uh, have you heard about uh, the internet going in cycles? Uh, like, ever, have you ever noticed that certain companies come along and they seem to gather all the information into one place? Yeah. Uh, but then other companies come along and specialize in specific things and he has a terrific example of how companies are coming along that only do one piece of craigslist like only a specific subsection of that uh he hopes the same thing will happen to linkedin linkedin but he's not exactly sure how it will happen really interesting so oh wow that is very interesting so he says that uh uh, like LinkedIn knows that he's been working in mo the mobile industry for 14 years, and yet LinkedIn wants to show him articles about food and uh, articles about how the top 10 most the uh, how successful people like wipe their butts or something. <laughs> That's interesting. So yeah. Uh F star 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 my life exactly that we're not later uh i don't think you're building a rest api are you a what a rest api uh which is you know like some sort of web service well anyways here's some tips on how to properly implement that uh with uh, various urls and http methods uh, a lot of this seems uh, pretty straightforward but uh you never know you know, uh, if you say, you know, give me, uh, like, all the users, you know, like, what should be done with that? You know, how should you create a user? Um, how, should you, how should you delete or update one? Going back a little ways, uh, I don't really know anything much about the Linux kernel, uh, like, as in the actual internal structure itself. Uh, so I found, uh, looked up on IBM here, a article about how it is structured, about you know, how file systems in Linux work, and you know uh, where it's all at, and uh, you know like what happens when uh, a call from user space into system space, how that works, and how networking and uh, other kinds of drivers work. 
do have some podcast feedback. We do? We do. I uh, believe, uh, what's his face? A studio guy, Steve, came back uh, last week, and uh, uh, Ryan was quite impressed with how he sounded. It seemed like he was in a studio. And uh, we were talking about the Curiosity rover last week. Apparently it only has two gigabytes of flash memory. And uh, we also took note of the uh, the government shutdown. And uh, he says that's weird. Uh, apparently he, uh, Ryan took a recent trip to the Minnesota state capitol. And it's open because that's not the federal government. And uh, then we went on about... Uh, you know, Google mapping the insides of buildings. Uh, apparently, they haven't. Uh, uh, apparently, the Google Maps on the insides of buildings haven't gone exactly as they planned, and it's going a little bit slower. Wait, why are they trying to map inside of buildings? So you can you know walk around you know without actually being there. Um, why don't they just map space? Space. Like, yeah. outer space? Yeah. That would be kind of boring. Really? Yeah, because... it's a very interesting alien world about 78 clicks away. Um, except for most of space, that you're not really up close to anything. So nothing interesting is happening. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Ryan really liked that uh, uh, chip tune that I played. Uh, he, apparently, he was uh, it, uh, dodging people in hallways and navigating to his usual position in the lecture hall. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we were talking about the Mantle API, that new thing that AMD is doing for the graphics. And uh, Ryan speculates that if were Xbox One uh, had it, it should probably be on the PS4 as well, uh, but they'll both likely make their own tools on top of it. And uh, he rhetorically asks uh, a... I think we had answered this question, uh, that if a game uses Mantle, how will it run on NVIDIA? Um, which, you know, the answer is, you know, it provides a separate code path for DirectX or OpenGL. What is Mantle? It's uh, a proprietary API that uh, AMD will be using on on their Radeon GPUs, their recent ones. So instead of using DirectX or OpenGL, um, like there will be another API as well. Mm. So no longer will games be multi-compatible with video cards? They still will. Uh, provided they implement a common API like DirectX. So, you know, games can support multiple rendering backends. Mm. So, uh, we were uh, talking about uh, memory consumption in browsers, and apparently there is a way to see Chrome's total memory footprint, by, uh, and it's not in the uh, Windows Task Manager since it's divided up into a lot of uh, processes. So, and there's, uh, like, about, me- about colon memory in Chrome, or some other really weird thing with slashes. So, uh, uh, Ryan had, uh, 
you know, he commented on the uh, the Flash Im- implementation in JavaScript uh, that Mozilla is doing. Uh, so uh, Ryan asks, so Flash is in JavaScript, but it isn't fast enough. And I say it probably is. And uh, Ryan notes that uh, what's worse about iOS is that the fast uh, compiler for JavaScript is only available to Safari and third-party web views like uh, Chrome, uh, the iOS app version of Chrome, uh, can't have access to that. Uh, Ryan also agrees that fingerprints are more like usernames in that, you know, having fingerprints for passwords is a bad idea uh, because it's, you know, hard to change fingerprints and you leave them everywhere. And, uh, yeah, he also notes that uh, Matthew does uh, hunt with a bow. Uh, the uh, rather weird uh, comment that, uh, you know, he douses himself with deer pee. Ugh. Well, that does make the deer less noticeable to you. It does. The uh, bow hunters can actually have the deer come right up to them and touch them and not even know that they're there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, more of a stealth-oriented uh, thing than, uh, you know, a yep. sniper game, I guess. It, it is a sniper game, not a first person on this. It's not a hack and slash. <laughs> it's not serious, Sam. So if you would uh, like to submit feedback or be a guest, uh, go ahead and use the contact feature. And don't forget that today is International Backup Awareness Day. And uh, I also went to, uh, this past week, I also came across one of the uh, uh, 70 maxims of maximally effective mercenaries, uh, particularly number 41. Uh, Do you have a backup means I can't fix this. Uh, So this particular comic strip uh, uh, involves... Uh, let's see, the particular part of the storyline is that they're trying to figure out, uh, you know, like, why in the world this robot it has two personalities and that the one personality inside is controlling the other. But apparently they're having a problem, uh, like, separating the two. Uh, and uh, so the one asks, uh, do you have a backup? And apparently that means I can't fix this. But, you know, admitting it is one of the first steps in an N-step process towards fixing it. Uh, mm-hmm. How big is N? Well, I guess you decide. You know what the interesting thing about backup is? What's that? I deleted 200 and roughly 220 backup tables out of databases that were older than a year old. Out of my production database. And you needed them the very next day? No, I just deleted them today, so I'll find out tomorrow. (laughs) But, come on, some of these backups went all the way back to 2009. Hmm. So. I mean, I think one table alone had, like, 15 backups. Wow. Wow. And yeah, you can see the incremental over time. So, uh, 
Well, uh, guess that's, guess that's it. Uh, hi, Mom. How are you doing? And uh, I also want to give special thanks to Mr. Solid Snake 745 and his Floppy Drive Orchestra for the music you've heard on this podcast. So, you know, it's... You know, when you hear Bach on some floppy drives, something changes about you. And you can't really get much more epic than the Skyrim theme on floppies. Ha <laughs> ha! Really? Really. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, I guess this week I'll, trying, I'll be trying to get this uh, old thing running. I uh, believe the RAM for it, uh, like, supposedly, like, more specific and better RAM will be arriving, I hope, tomorrow. Mm. Cool. So, uh, I guess, uh, we'll see how that goes, and, uh, we'll, uh, definitely be keeping up with that on my blog. So, uh, how about you? you uh, uh, work. Yeah, you said things were, uh, particularly hectic. Oh, that's just my personal life. Work is absolutely boring. Oh, for once. Well, if if I have to start, if if the best I can come up with is cleaning up the database of ba- old backups. So then, uh, let's see. At work, well, that uh, one release that uh, was supposed to have happened last week has been pushed yet again more towards the end of the month. Mm. So that won't happen for like another two weeks or so. So, okay. so uh, otherwise I'll just be uh, cleaning up and trying to make sure that, you know, product variants get selected properly. So, fun stuff. Um, I guess that'll be it for me, so uh, have a good one. You too. Take care.